What's up, everybody? This is your host, Nate Akers, and this is That They Know You. This podcast is the show that invites its listeners to pursue a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. So, we've got the first episode, Jitters Gone. Now we're rocking and rolling here. I think we ought to get just right into it here. All right, so if you did your homework, you were supposed to read, I'm sorry, listen to To the Table by Zach Williams. Um, And our verse for the week was John 14, verse 3. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. So Jesus has told us that he himself has gone to prepare a place for us. So as we all know, Jesus Christ was a carpenter. That was his trade. So I think it's fair to say that he is probably the carpenter of carpenters. All right. So if he's going to prepare a place for us at his table, I can only imagine that he's building a table that's suitable for the king of heaven and earth. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. If you ask me, there is a spot at that table for you and for me. He has taken the time to think about you and has put your little name, etched it down on a little name card and said, this is where you will sit. And he's excited. He's excited to spend that time with you because he's a good king and he loves us. He died for us and he resurrected so that we can have eternal life with our father and with him. So, a little bit into this podcast for just a minute. Actually, let me just put that off to the side for, for just a little bit. That's, that's for another day. How about that? All right, we'll get into that on another episode. Anyway, so here we go with the song lyrics for last week's homework. It's To the Table by Zach Williams, by the way, if you haven't heard that already. He starts out with, hear the voice of love that's calling you. There's a chair that waits for you and a friend who understands everything you're going through. So what does this mean to me? Literally, there's nothing that we can go through that Jesus Christ hasn't already experienced. He's been through it all. He's he's gone there with us. There's nothing that we can bring to him that would cause him to shrink back. It's like a doctor. Hey, doc, I got this. I need to look at I need you to look at it. And if they're a good doctor, they're not going to show anything. They're just indifferent about it. It's just another day of the job. That's not Jesus. Jesus looks at us with love and compassion. There's nothing that you can do or say that'll cause him to shrink away. Do not be shy with your king. But you keep standing at a distance in the shadow of your shame. There's a light of hope that's shining. Won't you come and take your place? That part there about shame. The shame that you feel and that we feel. As Christians, we no longer need to feel that shame. Because Jesus Christ has fulfilled the role of mother, father, child, teacher, boss, everything. He's done it. He's done, he's lived his life. He lived his life in perfect obedience to God for us so that we no longer bear the guilt and the shame of where we fell short. 
I think it's important for us to recognize that we don't need that burden anymore. That that guilt that we feel when we don't add up, when I as a son feel as though I haven't done enough, it's okay. I shouldn't beat myself up on it, about it, because Jesus was enough. I cast my cares and my burdens on him because he did it for me. He was enough. It goes on. Bring it all to the table. There's nothing he ain't seen before. For all your sin, all your sorrows and your sadness, there's a Savior and he calls. Bring it all to the table. All your sin and all your sorrows and your sadness. You're talking to someone who has struggled his entire life with chronic depression. So my depression at times while growing up was a part of me. It was a part of my identity. And I have to work every single day at living into the fact that I am not a part of that. That is not a part of me. I am a child of God. I have abundant joy because of who my Savior is. And that I don't need to be defined by my sadness anymore. That I'm defined by who I live for. And that's Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Turn my notes here. All right. He can see the weight you carry, the fears that hold your heart. But through the cross you've been forgiven, you are accepted as you are. Nothing held back. He doesn't care what you look like, what you've done, how you smell, if your hair's a mess. You will not find judgment in his eyes. He calls everyone. The person next door that you can't stand, he has called them. Do you have breath in your lungs? You have been called by God. It does not matter who you are or what you've done in life, where you live, your social class. We are all sinners, but we've all been called by God to accept Jesus' sacrifice for us and the life that he lived, to accept the fact that he lived a perfect life and that because of his perfect life, now we get to inherit that because God did that for us. So bring it all to the table. There's nothing he ain't seen before. For all your trials, all your worries and your burdens, there's a Savior and he calls. Bring it all to the table. Your trials and your worries and your burdens. Like, who here hasn't experienced trials before? All your worries, all your anxieties, all your addictions, all the bills that need paid, the, the job that just doesn't seem to be going anywhere, your burdens. You know, you got your kids that are needing to go over here and go over there, and then you've got debt that needs paid and, and health issues. Jesus says, don't do that to yourself. Put that on me. You don't need that anymore. You're a child of God. You belong to me. You're my family. Give me that burden, and I'll carry it. And together, we'll do this together. He says, the 
cast your burdens on me. So bring it all to the table. Nothing he ain't seen before. Oh, I've already read that. My apologies, everybody. So in 1 Peter 5, verse 7, we're called to cast all of our fears and anxieties on him because he cares for you. He cares. That is relational. God's not a deity that sits up there watching you and is indifferent in your life. He's intimately involved. He's there before you everywhere you go. His mercies are new every morning. Every every second of the day, he's there loving you before you could love him first. Also, we got Matthew 11, 28 through 30 that says, Then Jesus said, Come to me. This is the New Living Translation, by the way. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden I give you is light. The burden he gives us is light. He simply tells us to believe on him and that his blood will wash away our sins and our shame and that we cast it to him and that we, God replaces our lives with the perfect life that he lived. Come on in, take your place. There's no one who's turned away. All you sinners and all you saints, everybody, everyone, come right in and find your grace. He repeats that. And oftentimes, and I know Zach Williams isn't the Bible, but I want you all to know that if you've read the Bible at all, and you notice that there's times when something gets repeated, that is a foot stomp. That's important. It's God saying, pay attention to this. I want you to hear this. This is, this is necessary. I want, really, really want you to hear this. All the Bible is necessary. But he's like, it's a footstop moment. This is testable. So he's saying, all you sinners and all you saints, come right in and find your grace. So even the saints need grace. We all need it. And we find it in the, abund uh, the abounding love in our Father. In the abundant love, I mean, of our Father. Who drowns us in grace every single day. We don't even realize the way that we commit atrocities against him but yet he looks at us with love and compassion not because we've earned it you don't love your children because they've earned it you love your children because they're yours you see yourself in them god looks at us the same way every one of us and says she looks like her daddy right there and he loves you for it not because of anything you did but because of what he has done for you, that we are privileged now with the with being able to call him Abba. Finish it off saying, bring it all to the table. There's nothing he ain't seen before. For all your sin, all your sorrow, and your sadness, there's a Savior and he calls to bring it all to the table. So this song explains that Jesus is here for us, and wants us to know that there's nothing that you could do, nothing that you could bring him that his blood won't cover, 
and that he'll be there with you no matter what. That we're safe in trusting him and he wants us to let down our guards and embrace the fact that we're loved. I want you to just meditate on that and to understand that God is someone, is a spiritual being who he has let down his guard with us and he's taken a chance by putting us into this world, putting our spirit into our body and praying not God's not praying, but he's he's making a, a wager that there is a chance that you will hear this word. You will hear his word from his holy Bible. And that something inside of you will awaken. And that you'll come to him, poor in spirit, with nothing to give, and say, I give this to you. I need you. He made himself vulnerable, and he asks us to do the same, and to come to him as little children, to their daddy. Say, I need you, and I don't want to do this without you. My prayer is that we all feel that way, and that we all can go to him, and that we all can lean into the relationship that this podcast calls us to embrace, to experience everlasting life now here on this in this life so that when we get to heaven it ain't nothing new we've been there already we've been here now it's just we get to see our our creator face to face our god face to face now our joy is full we got to experience some of this now, the love that we can share with him now. But on the other side, now it's come to completion. Now it's full. The soul will be filled with him. We won't want to leave. We'll know that we're loved. As I said, I just want us to really meditate on that. Tell yourself as many times as you as you need to. I am a child of God and I am loved. By the way, there's more on that to come in future episodes. We'll get into that in just a little bit, though. So, I'm going to wrap this up here. The uh, song that I would like for you all to listen to is another Zach Williams song. We're kind of doing a series here. The next one is Fear is a Liar. I'm going to lay some truth down on you on this next one. And the verse is John chapter 8, verse 44. Jesus says, When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar, and is the father of lies. I might sound a little angry about that, but I feel as though I need to give it justice. Because when you're talking about the enemy, you need to go to war. You need to be serious about it. Jesus is telling us, He's the father of lies, okay? The lies that he tells us are lies that are designed to bring you down and to stop you from reaching your potential, to stop you from saying yes to Jesus, yes to our God and living in obedience. So, 
with that being said, I'm going to get on out of here. I think I'm going to go downstairs and maybe eat some dinner. And I hope that you all will be back next time. And I will be uh, praying for you. And I hope that you pray for me. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.